0: Jayco, back behind the microphone again, aren't we?
1: Indeed we are, and uh, how exciting this is.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's very exciting. I'm excited to talk about the rating system. It's an episode we've had planned for quite a while now. That Um, is very true. Yeah, and for those of you who are new to this specific show, because it is technically a new show, this is Critically Optimistic's New Opinions, where we don't specifically talk about one film in particular, but we talk about uh, something related to films or the film industry, something like that. And today's topic is something that we've been wanting to talk about for quite a long time, which is the rating system that critics use when rating a film. Uh, Both Janko and I do believe that we are critics, and we're not professional by any means, but the more we do this, the more we find that we're starting to realize that the rating system can be a difficult thing and a difficult road to travel down, Um, especially when you look back on it. Um, Mm -hmm. How do you feel about the rating system in general, Janko? I mean, like, is there a specific set of numbers? I mean, for us here, Mm-hmm. At critically optimistic, we always stick with the five out of five, and I th- I think that's pretty apparent now. But we've yeah. thought about the ten out of ten, and we've even thought about the three out of three. Um Three out of three is something that I've definitely always thought about. What's what's your favorite, Jacob? Oh,
1: I mainly I prefer to use the five out of five. It is a neat uh, system uh, to use as a rating. I, I I feel that if you're if you're rating it. Uh, if you're using a 10 out of 10 uh, system, it becomes too vast. Uh, where it almost, uh, where 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 it could almost feel like it, it doesn't um, that it's just very difficult to accurately uh, rate the film you're you're seeing. Uh, with a five out of five system, it just uh, becomes more more clear that way. Um, um, I, I do realize that a couple of people use uh, a free out of free rating as well uh, but I've actually never used that before have you
0: i've I've not used it before I've thought about it um and then there's also the system where which which we use actually is five out of five but you do half stars for yeah, um, that's right. movies as well which i I prefer because yeah. that way you can there's always a time when you're rating a film and it's not quite like a three star it's not quite a, a four star you know and, and sometimes it's not even a 3.5 but you, you have to yeah, give yeah, it to it and i it could yeah.
1: easily be a, a, a 3.25 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, definitely <laughs> but um i know that
0: you adapted my rating system that i i set up for myself on letterbox yeah
1: um, that, that is very true and uh I've actually been been thinking about that uh, ever since we decided we we're going to do this episode. That I uh, I find your system very easy to adapt to uh, because uh, you just explain it as free being. I like it free uh, and a half being good, and that way I feel it's much more easier to state my feelings upon a movie without needing to overthink uh, what I actually feel like it uh, feel about it.
0: Well, for those of you who don't know, um, I set up a system for myself when I joined Letterboxd. And because of Letterboxd, and it it can be quite overwhelming when you first join, um, knowing like what a four-star really means to you or what it means to other people. And everybody has a different opinion on that. Uh, Some people rate really lowly, only saving the fours and the fives for very specific things. Others throw them away like uh, it's yesterday's leftovers. Mm-hmm. But for me, I had to set, set up a system so that way when I did find a film and I had to really think about it, really thought, think about the way it made me feel, I could reflect back on my own rating system and be like, yeah, it was a good movie or oh I didn't care for it or maybe it was bad mm. but how bad is bad uh, I set up that system that anyone could go check out you just have to go to my letterbox yeah. uh, which is linked in our link tree um, it helps me really pick uh, how I how I feel about a film and that's the important thing about a rating that anybody should mm. really take away from is that it doesn't matter what everybody else says I'm sure you could use that in a in a count when uh, judging a film Yeah, but it should always just be personal. It's what you thought about the film, and that's uh, that's, that's important.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No more times than uh, others. Like uh, the main reason why I decided to adapt your system as well is uh, mainly because when I first started really rating movies on um, on Letterboxd, uh, I I had I noticed I had a hard time grasping my uh, my appreciation towards the film because. Um, oftentimes, I felt um, I have to keep this in a back burner a little bit to see what I f- really feel about it, and uh, yeah. either by by just thinking a little bit about it after a day or two, or otherwise just rating a film where I I'm actually not uh, agreeing with, but uh, I just don't know what else to 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 rate it as, and that way I find your system much more easier to adapt to because it just gives a clear it just gives a clear um instance of what is bad what is good and what is perfect um Mm. and and yeah no i i am very glad that that has really helped me out with giving me a much easier time with rating films
0: yeah well, it's a it's a tricky situation for a lot of people and mm. I, I don't think we're the only ones in this oh, no. sort of boat I know well we we might as well go to the poll so before we did this episode um, a couple of weeks almost a month ago we put out a poll on our Twitter asking what people use when they're rating films so the poll mm. choices were three out of three 5 out of 5, 10 out of 10, or I don't believe in the rating system, Um, which is something we're going to touch on momentarily. But the results were we had 30% for 5 out of 5, uh, 53% for 10 out of 10, and Mm. 15% for uh, I don't believe in the rating system. No one voted for 3 out of 3. Mm. Um, And it's not surprising to me, but it's a little bit of a... Shocked to see that people have such an easier time rating films on such a larger scale. Yeah, but w- within that same reasoning, with a ten out of ten scale, you can be a lot more precise. And films, like oftentimes, I have the problem where I'll rate a film with the five out of five, and I'll I'll be like, yeah, this was a two star. And then I'll I'll look back on maybe some of the other things I rated two star, and I go well. This film, even though I gave it two stars, is way better than that film I gave two stars, and it it becomes a little bit of a problem. Now, if you have the ten out of ten system, maybe you don't run into that problem so much.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I like to believe that, but but yeah, it is it is a much larger scale. and it is impressive that a lot of people um, tend to tend to use that skill more. But it might also just be that. Uh, they're just more used to rating on IMDb than Letterboxd, perhaps.
0: Perhaps, yeah. Perhaps it's just a system that they've grown accustomed to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's that's a really good point. And one of our uh, listeners, Brogan, actually replied to our, our poll saying, I think ratings are often misleading. Audiences carry their own expectation with uh, the number and won't understand your perspective
1: mm-hmm. at
0: least not any more than an actual written opinion and if you are one of those why bother with a number which is a really good statement because he voted for uh, I don't believe in the rating system and he's right if you're a critic there really shouldn't be a need to put out a rating system though i would argue in the same sense against what uh, brogan's saying is that even though you'll put out a great review piece Oftentimes, people might value your opinion, but they might not read the whole article. They'll just want to see what that number is to know, oh, he liked it or, oh, he didn't like it, which is really like the old school way of doing a too long, didn't read sort of post, (laughs) if you think about it.
1: Yeah. No, I, I absolutely understand what you mean.
0: <laughs> so in a sense, I, I I definitely agree with what he's saying, but yeah. I also think that it's a little bit of a double-edged sword because you get rid of it and you might be isolating some <laughs> of the people that value your opinion by not giving them that quick glance to share with. Or, I mean, we all do it. Uh, those of us who are on Letterboxd will watch a film and mm. we'll think about what we're going to give it, and then as soon as we get on Letterbox, we see our friends' uh, ratings right away, and we think, "Oh well, why? Why was that?" You know, mm, like I think right. almost the rating initiates the. Well, what was that? R- what was the reasoning behind that? And then they click on the review. Have you found that you've become more critical uh, now yes. that we've started doing this?
1: Yes, absolutely. Yes, ever since we started this podcast, I I just noticed I. Uh, like, before starting this, I, I was very easygoing with movies. I um, thought I had a positivity towards any movie, like giving it every movie a chance. Uh, because if, if I enjoyed it, why being too harshly against it? But but as I went on, I just appreciated more being critical in general. Just uh, having that, um, keeping my brows high basically <clears throat> and uh, yeah I, I noticed i am much more more unforgiving against more recent films uh, uh, as an example uh, uh, and i do appreciate that because it, it gives me a much easier understanding of uh, what is actually good and what is actually bad uh, yeah. although good and bad is is of course a relative term so um Like your trash might be someone else's masterpiece, Uh, so it is. But but that's the fun thing with rating films that there isn't a clear answer to. We just base it on the majority opinion. It becomes meaningless. Meaningless. Yes, that's right. That's right. Uh, So it's it's like art. It's all subjective.
0: Uh, Mm -hmm. Well, coming back to the. the way that you can look back on your ratings and uh, not agree with it or maybe you do Mm. agree with it I often find that with anything I rate a 5 out of 5 I have a really hard time because I'll look at the 5 out of 5 list and I'll be like Mm. specifically with my system the part I don't like is the 5 out of 5 compared to the 4 out of 5 and um, I'm going to be changing something specifically on that I'm going to mention it here on the pod but uh, for now I'm just going to give a really good example of like movies I've given three stars to, yeah. uh, which is a really good one because that's like a right in the middle sort of um, rating, right? Mm-hmm. And I've got Demons, which is a fan favorite of both you and I. And I say that it's a fan favorite b- between you and I, yeah. is rated the same as like uh, True Lies. You know, oh, and I mean, right. yeah. in saying that, like, maybe they are both three star for me. And that, I, I still probably think that's true. Mm-hmm. But it you can't dissect films too harshly on every other film. No. You always have to be rating a film based upon, like, for instance, when I rate a film, uh, if it's by a director that I admire or I've seen a lot of his work, oftentimes I'm going to be rating that director based upon his previous work. And that's yeah. always the way it is. Like for Edgar Wright, I find I'm constantly judging him based upon himself. Mm, okay. um, yeah. Same with Tarantino and a lot of big oh, names absolutely. because it's like, you're, you're looking for more than just a film. You're looking for growth. Sometimes you're yeah. looking for um, like, you're, you're also looking for ways that they and in uh, all I've already said, growth but where they've incorporated my like maybe their past or they've gone back and tried to done something they did long ago in a new style um mm-hmm. those are all things that you know get incorporated and when you rate a film like that like sure maybe i didn't like baby driver as much as everybody else but that's on the on a surface level it looks like that but that's mm-hmm. not necessarily true i like baby driver but just compared yeah. to some of maybe Edgar Wright's older work when he worked with Simon Pegg, I I, I don't think it works uh, in comparison, yeah, and I, because of that, that's how I'm going to rate it.
1: Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. If it is a a more famous director that is that has his own particular style, then then yeah, you're you're almost automatically opted to. To base it on the other films uh, that that person has made before uh, the the preceding films, uh, uh, because because at that scale you are kind of uh, putting it against the first the the first huge film that that person did. So I absolutely believe that
0: and uh, yeah, uh,
1: I agree with that.
0: Um, and then to look at the other category of this conversation, which is. To judge, you know, uh, to judge a film that a filmmaker has made that uh, he hasn't made a lot of films, or maybe you can't really judge it based on his other films. You you kind of genre based judge it, or you might judge it based upon the things you liked or the things you didn't like. You know, like Mm -hmm. really basic judgment like uh, i really appreciated the way he directed the actors or how he had a hand in doing amazing cinematography or you know you might watch a slasher horror movie for instance and then you're suddenly judging it based upon generations of different slasher films and that's just the nature of the beast but you can't Always be judging a film based upon every single film in the world because that just never works. No, (laughs) not
1: at all. Um, No, like, uh, it's interesting you mentioning uh, five stars uh, because the movies I mostly give uh, five stars to is if it's either given me a nostalgic value, um, like if it's... uh, just a, a timeless film that you can just put on uh, time after time, and you still get a lot of enjoyment out of it. That that, in my book, deserves a five star. But um, oftentimes, I uh, if I, if I give it a fresh a freshly seen movie that I've never seen before, if I give it a five stars, I usually uh, consider both. The style, how it looks, but also how it's impacted me. Um, the my my five star rating. Uh, my if I give it a five stars. Um, it has done something to me that no other film has done before that Uh, so that is kind of my my ace card if you want
0: how would you say that like when you're judging when when you specifically Jenko are judging a film like a drama or comparative to Mm. like a exploitation film or something like that do you often find that you're judging them a little bit harshly based upon things that you like or are you a little bit less lenient with your judgment when uh, it comes to things you're not familiar with
1: that is that is definitely a good question um, sometimes I, I i tend to get a bit too biased uh, if i am very fond with uh, either the genre or the 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 or the the location where it's come from um uh but but no i i I don't feel that i uh i don't i don't particularly feel that i compare uh like a drama movie to uh exploitation movie but i but i do i do agree with that um i tend to give exploitation films a much more better time than say a drama um because that's the that's the particular film style and genre that I started out with, and I I know all the ticks with that. But when it comes with a drama film, um, I I'm that's kind of uh, I'm kind of a fish out of the water with that. And oh, okay, uh, and, I know it's just, it's just a bit hard to grasp uh, my opinions on uh, my, my thoughts on a movie and how to accurately rate that uh, into a rating system um okay. yeah but but uh, but I but that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm off put by it but um but I am harsher against drama films than than I am with uh, cult films or exploitation films or art films too
0: I uh, no, it's, I'm I'm glad you answered that very honestly from mm. for, for me it's I think I've become more much more veteran when it comes to uh writing films now mm-hmm. that I don't have this sort of specific problem where I'm rating something, like for instance, you and I watched um Singapore Sling together yes. oh, not yes. long uh, ago and that was a big conversation between both you and I because you liked the movie and I, you know, not so much, I didn't hate it, but it was fine. Um, yeah. I Um That's a genre that I really have not tapped into. Not no, one that yeah. I particularly think I'm going to tap into much, but who knows, maybe I will. Yeah. But the way I rated it I'm pretty positive with that. It doesn't matter what oh, no. it is or what it was going for. If it's personally, it's coming full circle, right? It's personal, right? And then this is that reflection uh, that I've, I've shared with everybody else. Those who want to rate it five stars and something that we've said many times before, um, you, you like what you need to like and no one should judge you for that. But you cannot judge someone else for not liking something either.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely, and th- that's kind of what I enjoy with us too. Uh, is we're not always uh, equal when it comes to movies, and um, and and I mean that that just gives uh, room to grow. Uh, I have appreciated our uh, sometimes when we're uh, butting heads about certain movies. Not not that we've done that too often, but there are times where that happen, and uh, it's good yeah. to have a discussion uh, like that uh, too. To just yeah. what made it work, what what didn't you like with it, and um, yeah, just have a very uh, mature discussion about that, and I I, I definitely appreciate that but uh,
0: mature mature in the way that we can discuss it and then later I do make fun of you for it. Yeah. Your <laughs> <laughs> well I mean, that's that's, that's that. just how the relationship goes
1: so. <laughs> that's very true. <laughs>
0: uh, um, the news I wanted to talk about with the five star rating I've been keeping this under my hat for a long time is I've struggled for a long time with my five out of fives and my 4.5s, because to me, I look at my 4.5s and I look at my five out of fives and I don't see a difference there. And I hate who, it doesn't matter what rating system you use. I hate the fact that 10 out of 10, like, you know, you're giving 10 out of 10 and you look at people's lists and it's almost basically like for a lot of people, it's the same stuff over and over again. Uh Or, um, same with five out of fives. It, it runs very similar to what a 10 out of 10 is. And I hate the, it's this untouchable mark that you'll never be able to get. Honestly, if you want to put rules around that, 10 out of 10 or five out of five, or even a three out of three, that's fine. Do do whatever you need to do to get films into that category, but to make it untouchable, I think is wrong. I don't, yeah. I don't believe that films should be, have, it have to be like this uh, voice of a generation or something yeah, like that. And that's absolutely. the only way it can get in there. If that's one of your rules, then I'll respect that. But for me and the new rule I'm going to start doing is if a movie reaches 4.5 in my rating system mm. and I watch it again, which is more than likely because it's, I, I gave it 4.5 more than likely I'm going to write it, uh, watch it again. If I yeah. watch it again and I still feel the exact same way after uh, I've watched it, it's going to get five out of five. That's oh, the way I'm, I'm going to start doing uh, my new five out of fives. And for the longest time, actually, what I thought about starting was going down to three out of three, because I believe that telling people it was bad, it was fine or like an average movie, or it was good, is a better system for those who write reviews yeah. Um, as opposed to like 5 out of 5 and 10 out of 10, especially for me, because that way I could say, it's a good movie, here's why. It was an an average movie, here's why. Or it was a bad movie, here's why. As it's, it's a little bit easier to run that along with a review, as opposed to a 10 out of 10 where you could say, this was a 6.5, which means I liked it, but there's, a, you know what, it's like... Mm sometimes you can define something too much where it becomes confusion, confusing. So
1: yeah, it definitely becomes more clear that way. And uh, you know, it, 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 that sounds like an interesting system.
0: Um. Yeah. Cause in, on the other hand too, there might be a 4.5 movie I'll watch uh, yeah. and I might not touch it again just because no. uh, due to certain circumstances and stuff like that. And that's, that's mm. also okay with me too, because I look at my 4.5 and my five out of five and it's, really almost exactly the same um so that's what i'm going to start doing nowadays and more than likely what's going to happen is my 5.5s are just going to go down and my five out of fives are going to go up and honestly it's that's okay i'm fine with that my point to all of this as well too is that it's a system that works for me so Mm. if someone else has the same problem or struggles with um wanting to take that high ranking and make it not a in in visible like or a uh-huh. uh, non-penetrable rating um just create a system that makes you more comfortable with putting stuff in there because a lot of films shouldn't be left away from that sort of untouchable uh rating um like i no. said just if maybe it's maybe because i also have thought about this too is that you you give it you like you pick one director and he can only have one five out of five, which I've always I've thought about as well, too. Oh, nice. um, it doesn't matter what he's made, even if it's one film, I guess that one film, if you liked it, then it gets five out of five. But, you know, it, it, same with Tarantino or yeah. uh, Martin Scorsese or any anybody. Really, you just pick one of their films and only one of them can have five out of five. Like, I'm not doing that rule, but that's a rule that anyone can pick. And I, I think that's a good rule.
1: Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Have you have you ever rated a, a film where you kind of feel bad about it afterwards because uh, because you're still conflicted uh, between two spots?
0: Yeah, um, I mean, I recently felt that with Turning Red. I mean, you read oh. that review, yeah, and nice. I I enjoyed the film, I really did, but there's still certain aspects of the film that I didn't enjoy. Um, and I, I made that clear in my review, but the three and a half rating I gave it, I, I, it's one of those comparison things. Like I, I looked at my four stars a little bit before I rated it. And I looked at my three and a half and I was like, no, it definitely seems better in this category here for the time being. And uh, that's another thing we haven't even talked about, which maybe we'll do another episode on this in the future, but is the fact that you're you should be able to change your rating whenever you feel like. And yeah. I, I really think that people need to understand that as well as that there yes. shouldn't be like a final, okay, this is what it is. You know, like you could watch it a week later and maybe you hate it more. Or you like it more. Like I, I felt that with a uh, back for not back for there will be blood. I mm-hmm. felt that with there will be blood. I, I didn't like it as much when I first walked away from it, but I, I kept thinking about it and I kept thinking about, well, actually i loved that film it was great mm-hmm. um that was a really good example i've i think i've yeah, even absolutely. said before on the show here so
1: yeah 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 i'm positive you have um yeah no i for that same reason i've um i've oftentimes regretted what i've rated like that uh sopranos movie for instance i i actually gave it a very high rating but but uh i, I do agree it's it, it's a it's a worthwhile worthless uh, movie um, yeah uh, and um uh, yeah, I've been opted to to just rate that down. I just haven't done it yet. But,
0: um, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I think that's basically it for this yeah. uh, segment right now, and I'm super happy that we got to talk about it. Yeah, the possibility of talking about the skin is definitely out, oh uh, yeah. out there and it's open.
1: Such, it's such a vast subject, anyways. So so yeah, this, this is something we can um, can come back to for sure.
0: Yeah. And for those of you who want to ask us a question about maybe uh, related to the rating system, feel free and we'll try to include it the next time we talk about this uh, episode. Or, you know, we could even talk about it on the next episode because this is what we're doing right now. We're leaving a 10-minute slot for us to answer um, any questions that we have from fans, listeners, or friends of the podcast. And it just so happens that I have another question for us right now.
1: Nice.
0: Um, so, we got a question from another podcast that we've been in touch with and have been good friends with, uh, The Gruesome Twosome. Uh, they are available through basically any podcast site. Um, choose your pick. They're on Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. They've got Instagram, They Got Letterboxd, They Got Twitter, They Got Facebook. You can find them anywhere. Yeah. It's The Gruesome Twosome Movie Reviewsome. Uh, check them out. They're yeah. they're great time as well. Yeah, um, they're,
1: they're incredible. They recently did an episode on um, on Maximum Overdrive, and and it's really good.
0: Yeah, which is funny because we did an episode on Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> Hopefully, you all listened to it. But Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so the question that they presented for us was, if you could change one thing about the film industry, what would it be? It's a huge question. I, I know my answer if you want me to go first. Yeah, go ahead. So uh, ignoring like some of the big things, you know, like, and I, I'm just saying this because I don't want to go on for another however long and <laughs> it's been said before and everybody agrees with it is uh, some of the bad stuff that happens in Hollywood should stop. That's that's for sure. But one of the things I'm going to say is they got to stopped adapting foreign films for an American audience.
1: Oh, that that, yeah.
0: that just needs to stop I don't want that to happen people need to watch the original source material if you don't want to read subtitles, suck it up don't be a yeah. little baby <laughs> you're a grown adult, you can read for a little while sorry <laughs> I just yeah. got a little mad but yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I would change I, I don't like the fact that there has to be remakes like that
1: yeah, yeah, I absolutely agree with that uh, it, it has become too much uh, uh, this this current uh, this and the previous decade um uh, one thing one thing i um, think should change in the film industry is the uh is, is probably the current trend that's ongoing now where everything needs to be a nostalgic sequel to a movie from the 80s or uh, or a franchise um i feel it's such a cheap way to make a film and um uh, and it, it it just it just shows that it just angers fans of of a, yeah. of a franchise. I mean, and
0: sometimes it's done right, but oh, most yeah. of the time, no, it's not. And I I agree with you. Be original. Create something yeah. new.
1: Absolutely, because they have I, the source material there, and they could easily create something uh, entirely new uh, while still f- keep the same magic as the as the predecessor. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, the,
0: the, even if you want to use like um a beloved franchise that hasn't been touched on for a long time, make it new. Like that's mm-hmm. the biggest thing is like don't do stuff that hasn't, you know? It's like um and you know it's not even going to work all the time. Like people do new stuff and they don't like it the way it is, but if you listen to fan feedback, sometimes that's a good thing. Like mm. I'm gonna give the example of the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Not that oh. Sonic the Hedgehog has been out in the shadows for a long time, but the idea of a movie was so new to people, and then they showed what Sonic looked like and he looked like a pile of dog shit. <laughs>
1: yeah, they bullied the movie into changing the animation.
0: <laughs> for the better. And did it save the movie? No, it, no, didn't. it didn't. But
1: no.
0: <laughs> in retrospect, I enjoyed it a heck of a lot more because they did that, and okay, yeah. it's a good thing. It doesn't. It doesn't matter if, you know. It, it doesn't matter if, like, um, you know. I'm derailed. I like. I'm derailed from this com- conversation right now. We're going going into a different topic. But yeah, that's oh, yeah, that's no what um, <laughs> that's what our our things we'd probably change would be. Um, yeah. Besides, obviously the big ones, but. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's been us for this great uh, Critically Optimistic's New Opinions. We yes. are Mac and Janko. We have another podcast, which is our double feature little movie reviews. Uh, we a little bit more funny over there. <laughs> we try <laughs> to do sketches, and uh, we take two movies that – are connected with interesting themes, please check out the regular show and you can find us on Twitter, you can find us on Instagram, and you can find us anywhere you get podcasts. If you enjoy what you're hearing right now, please subscribe um, and follow us. Make sure that you don't miss when our episodes come out. And I think that's basically it.
1: That sounds about right.
0: All right, we'll see you guys in the next episode.
1: Check these guys out. Psst, hey, you wanna get doomed? I'm Tessa. And I'm Nicole. And we have a spanking new podcast for your ear holes called Doom Generation. Listen in as two foul-mouthed bitties have an always casual, often comedic... What? I think we're funny. And sometimes chaotic conversation about the things that doomed us to be who we are today. Take a trip with us down nostalgia lane and we'll try not to veer off the road. Available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Doom Generation Pod and on Twitter at DoomGenPod. Later, Doomers!